Let's talk about talk, it. Talk, talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No share with Dr. Dave. Hey, if you've been listening for a while, welcome back to another episode of Now Share with Dr. Dave. Um, if you're new, welcome to the Now Share with Dr. Dave podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Cornelius. Um, in this episode, we're going to talk about generative leaders and how they partner and have conversation to learn more. So we're going to delve into a topic at the heart of generative leadership, partnering and going deep and just to have insightful conversations to promote learning and growth. So let's jump right in and embark in this journey with, you know, Brandon Rains. You know, this guy is just amazing, in my opinion, anyway. And so maybe he'll like give us a uh, kind of like an elevator pitch about who Brandon Rains is. Wow. So thank you. Um, I rarely get called amazing. So I'm, I'm completely blushing right now. <laughs> 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 thank you. Uh, let's see, who, who am I? Uh, right now, I find myself I get in a, I guess in a broader sense as a dad and a husband, human on the planet, <laughs> trying to uh, trying to make a good dent in the world, uh, and uh, spend a lot of time doing leadership coaching, doing organizational design, with um, you know at least when I get excited is when organizations want to do something different, they want to do something better. And I get even more excited when those organizations are trying to do something positive in the world, um, at least from my perspective. Uh, so, um, yeah, yeah, I guess that's who I am. Hey, that's good. That's all goodness, my brother. So let, let me ask you, what does generative le leadership means to you? And how does it differ from, you know, a lot of the other traditional leadership models that exist out there? And I think what struck me most is because uh, I love being schooled about this. This is awesome that you've introduced it. So thank you for that. Uh, but I think the things that struck me about it was, I, I think, two words. One is partnership and growth. And so, uh, yeah, those are the things that I, I love is this concept of growing and growing together. I, I spend a lot of time and when I when I start thinking about this, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess we do spend a lot of time in helping, uh, helping to helping people figure out how can they grow um, to be a better person, ostensibly to help the world be a better place, uh, and in their little bits of little parts of the world that they that they find themselves in. And so I think as I go about my work, it is I, I always say that this is a partnership with us and. Um, so I love this idea of how do people partner with others and build relationship and not just for themselves as individuals to grow, but also how do they grow their relationships? Since I think so much of how we interact is at the heart of it, relationships and connecting with other people, whether or not it's another person or a group of people or a team or an organization or a culture, it's how do we connect and then grow um, to be better. You know, that, that's a great context. So let's look at your experience in forming genuine partnership that impact organizational success, especially, you know, we're, we're navigating these complex challenges, you know, in our business space and our 
personal life and a community. So how does forming those general partnership really impact, you know, organizational success? I'm sure I'm not the first person that said it. I'm positive about this, but um, I think at the heart of these things really are relationships. And so, and how we react, interact with each other, you know, in the, in the, in the agile world, one of the first lines in the manifesto is <laughs> individuals in the interaction. And so, uh, and that's over processes and tools. And so for me, that's always struck me as, okay, well, let's figure out how individuals interact with each other in a safe and healthy, in a healthy way. And so I find myself spending a, a lot of time there and I believe, you know, if people can have good, healthy relationships, no matter what the context, no matter what the domain, no matter what the work is, um, whether that that's personal or professional, I think good things can happen. Uh, and, and so figuring out what that looks like for that particular system or relationship or partnership or, you know, whatever that connection is, I think is the, is the work to start with, continue going through checking in with each other along with uh, or right alongside the work that that's happening. You know, yeah. I mean, walking in that partnership and in that relationship, it's such an important thing. You know, as, as coaches, we talk about the dance, right? As we're, <laughs> we're in those relationships. So, but we also also listen to the importance of active listening and leadership. Um, share a personal story or instance where active listening significantly impacted an outcome or relationship for you. Oh gosh, I could probably pull one from personal life and, and professional and it'll probably look very similar or sound very similar. Uh, but I'll, I'll pull one from my personal life uh, with my, my teenage daughter and um It's funny, as much as I'm trained in this stuff and practicing in this stuff, when I sometimes when I get into my personal life, and it happens in my professional life too, I have to be reminded every now and then. And you know, she's having a conversation with me and kind of laying out some some issues that that she's having, some problems that she's um, that she's faced with, and I'm like going in and trying to solve, <laughs> doing that old school dad thing. And at at some point. She reminded me of, hey, dad, remember when you said to me that it's OK sometimes for me to just listen and not solve? Well, I'm reminding you of that right now. <laughs> so <laughs> take a step back. <laughs> just hear me out and give me some of those active listening techniques that you taught me about. And maybe you can ask some questions for me if you need some clarification I don't need you to solve this for me right now. And I was like, wow, the kid's right. <laughs> Let me start doing that. Then. The and it student was kind of became instant. the teacher, right? The student became the teacher. <laughs> I think my reaction to her was, and we're big Star Wars fans. So she's like, yeah, she, she made a very similar statement. She's like, yeah, the, the Padawan has become the master. I'm like, Good for you, that's, kid. That's that's so good. Th yeah. That's so good. You know, I, I I could hear 
um, the connection that you have with your daughter as, as you began to speak to her. I, I hear a little bit more emotions coming into the conversation, which is a beautiful thing, dude. It's just really beautiful to see that, you know, and hear that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's talk I'm about good. cultivating a sense of curiosity in your conversation. Um, how does that impact the depth and direction of some of those discussions? You know, I, for me, I think that's one of those superpowers is to have curiosity, because uh, I think it opens up so many doors. And uh, I try heavily to lean on those things. And so I, I think where it comes in concretely for me is, wow, what are the things that I'd like to learn more about this person who I'm sitting in front of or people that I'm sitting in front of? Uh, and so, the you know, the questions come kind of flooding in and it's like, oh, my gosh, this is really interesting. This is fascinating to me. Um, and so I, I, I think that, you know, being able to lean into that and thinking, what can I learn? And uh, I, I, what, what I inevitably see is when I tend to lean into that, the person that I'm sitting across from they tend to be infected with that too. And they go like, oh my gosh, that's something I never thought about. Even about myself or this particular situation, let me sit and think about that. Or the question, and sometimes questions come for them. Of, wow, I, those are some things that I, I, I'm a little bit more curious about myself. And you can see just the lights kind of flashing in a positive way. Um, and there's just this wonderful amount of discovery and um, joy that kind of washes over everyone. And that feels, that tends to feel a whole lot better than the judgment that can kind of creep in. No, that, that that's so true. And, and that just walks us into, you know, from being curious to, about empathy and empathy is this core aspect of gen generative leadership. So, yeah, you know, as a dad or coach or husband, you know, a friend, you know, how do you approach conversations with empathy, especially in conflict or disagreement? Um, practice, <laughs> practice, <laughs> practice. <laughs> but I do think you're right, right? That's a great bridge between that, that concept of curiosity and empathy. Uh, and I, I think some of it for me, I tend to lean on in my head is, wow, I wonder what that person's going through in this particular situation. And would they be willing to share a little bit? Uh, and so it, it allows me to get out of my head and, you know, a little bit of sharing can go on where maybe I can learn a little bit more about what, what's going on for that person, what's going on for me. And maybe there's something, there's something to dance with there in, in the middle. Um, because I think I, I I hear this going on, people saying this, you know, you never know what people are going through. And so, um, and, and that that can happen for us too, you know, like you know, turn that mirror back on yourself. People don't know what you're going through. And being able to show up every single day and maybe even say, Hey, this is another day for me, but hey, here's what's going on. You know, the, the car broke down today, or <laughs> My kid was having a really hard time, you know, getting dressed today, and that turned into a big thing. And I haven't calmed down yet for that, but here I am. I showed up at this particular meeting. I'm doing my best, but just know I may not always, all, all, 
all be there at that moment in time. And I've constantly been heartened and surprised at how empathetic people can be when a little bit of that sharing can go come come into the space and others go, yeah, I had a rough time this morning too. So maybe let's take a minute or two to kind of take a deep breath before we dive in to whatever the, this content that we have. And uh, usually that that situation turns uh, turns into something really positive and we've made this wonderful human connection. You know, it's, it's, it's so interesting as you're saying about the human connection. I know I was thinking about, you know, the Padawan becoming back and, and being the master. So like a generative leaders, you know, one of the things is like, we're, we're known for our, for openness, for feedback. So how do you encourage a culture where team members feel comfortable sharing honest feedback and how do you personally handle and implement, you know, this feedback space, you know, in your world? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. It's funny. I was having a conversation about this very recently. I was taking in a new a new client, and we had exactly this conversation. And, and, and one of the questions that I asked is, well, how do you take feedback? How do you even view feedback? How does feedback sit with you? How does and it led a little bit into how does how does criticism show up for you? You delivering it and and or receiving it. And it was just those set of questions that just allowed us to kind of explore and discover, you know, how how we both sit with feedback, uh, and then how what's what's the best way to, to deliver it to you, and so just being kind of really explicit uh, with in, in that conversation, uh, it, it helps because now I know when I need to deliver some feedback, what's the best way for this person to receive it? Because who cares if you can deliver it if the, if it's not received well? You know, who cares? Um, so that became that being that became a great way for us to design together. So now I know how to give this guy a uh, uh, feedback. And by the way, I opened the space up to say, "Hey, I'm not perfect. I'm just as flawed as anyone else." I'd like to hear it too. And this is the best way for me to receive it. Mm, yeah, no, that, that that's so good, right? You know, the fact that you're co-designing that relationship and those conversations um, as, as you're getting into a coaching session. But, you know, the concept of partner and have conversation to learn more really Im implies a dedication to continuous learning. And how do you ensure you're always learning from your conversations and how do you inspire others in your organization to kind of adopt a similar mindset? So a couple of things, um, maybe at a macro and then on a micro level, at a macro level, a lot of the teams that I work with, one of the things, one of the first things that we talk about is just that concept of continuous learning and different ways of doing it and then continuously improving. And so injecting different events where we explicitly say, hey, let's take some time out, a retrospective, if you will, and be able to say, what, sh what can we learn? What do we need to learn? What's something new that we need to learn um, in order for us to get better uh, is, is something to do. I, I personally take moments out throughout the year, um, either sometimes I call them walkabouts so I can discover for myself what do I need to learn? What's kind of like a, a gap there? What What's kind of piquing my interest? Um, but also, you know, with each other um, in organizations. But also just at a micro level, 
if I'm having a conversation from time to time, I'll just say, what do I need to learn? You know, either sometimes that'll happen close to the end of the conversation. Sometimes it'll happen as a result of, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll notice some interaction going on and it becomes just kind of clear to me. Sometimes I'll just say it out of the blue. It's <laughs> just like, what do I need to learn? And it might be something about the relationship. It might be something I need to learn for myself as an individual. It might be something to learn about that that other person. But just it, just being intentional about, all right, I know I need to learn something, and just putting it out there, and saying and and just asking it. You know, it's um, when when you said walk about. You know what popped into my my mind is like is you walk about doing a walk about to go set up a barbie because I know <laughs> <laughs> from just having conversations with you you know one of the things that you've been playing around with is uh you know um, barbecuing and roasting and that kind of stuff so sorry that just popped into my mind based on what I know about you oh trust me Dr Dave yeah there's a whole lot of walking about when I'm you know tending to a twelve hour cook for a brisket so yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> well, a whole lot of time there to think about <laughs> what should I learn so yeah no but it's interesting to, to also just to you know because of your interests is like partnering to learn more and you know what more would you want to say about that concept um, if bringing it close to some of the things that you enjoy doing you know partnering to learn more with the wife partnering to learn more with uh you know, the butcher who's giving you the brisket. Yeah. Just curious. Yeah. We can do a whole podcast of stuff that I want to learn, have learned around just the world of uh, culinary arts. So <laughs> yeah. let's do it. Yeah. I'm for it. <laughs> I'm for it. <laughs> it's interesting. Like I, I was actually just having this conversation with someone of um, trying to figure out like re being reminded of life's kind of life is a journey and it comes in these spurts at times and how it's actually really important for me to figure out, well, what's the thing that really lights me up that when I'm having some dark moments um, that reminds, well, this is really important and this might be a better thing to lean on rather than eating a gallon of, of, of Briar's ice cream, despite the fact that it is really, really good ice cream. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, one might be a more healthy choice for me than, than the other. And what's that thing? What's kind of like some, something that I can grab onto? And and what I realized too is I get excited about the journey. I get excited about the challenge. Just the discovery of what is the thing that lights me up, and um, and also being able to experiment that it might not be one thing. It might be several things or that, you know, me even going through a cycle of trying one, two, three, four or five things is kind of interesting because it's yet yet one more thing that I've tried and needed to discover. It didn't completely light me up. But wow, did I learn something about about the, this particular thing? It used to be triathlons. Triathlons was a big thing four or five years ago for me. Um but uh, as, as Shaq said, you know, 40 ain't 20 anymore, bro. So uh, I've had to learn true. that hard lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 48-year-old Brandon is not 30, even 38-year-old Brandon and trying to run a triathlon anymore. Mm. 
Well, brother, thank you so much for for your time and the energy you bring to you know our conversations each time. Um, and you know, I just learn so much more every time we have these dialogues. So, you know, as we wrap up, remember that every conversation is an opportunity to learn, grow, and collaborate. And as generative leaders, you know, let's make each dialogue count. You know, trying to foster a culture of continuous learning. And I would just like to say thank you for joining us today. Uh, stay curious, stay connected, and let's keep the conversation going. And so, Brandon, I'm going to, you know, you're going to leave us with something that people are going to be inspired. So I, I, I'm going to give you the final word. How's that? Wow. How can I top your final <laughs> words? Uh, I, I guess I would just want to amplify that. Be curious. Uh, I'll steal something from Ted Lasso. Be curious, not judgmental. Um, and so figure out what curiosity means for you and dig into it. Mm. Okay, that's the word. I'm going to stop recording now. Let's talk about talk, it. Talk, talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No, no share with Dr. Dan.